Exactly how to go about this. So if you want to get into your Bibles, I'm going to be reading out of Philippians chapter 4, starting with verse 4. It's a very familiar passage. So it's something that you guys probably already heard being preached on, but I have a different way to go about it. So if you want to stand for the reading of this passage, we're going to be reading the verse 4 to verse 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, Rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, 
whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are loving, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Dear Gracious Father, we want to thank you for bringing us here this morning, blessing us with your scripture, blessing us with your singing of praise and hymns and of worship to you. Oh, Lord, we know that there are many things out there that discourage us, and it brings us closer to you with our knees being down onto that floor, praying earnestly for the sake of the world. And, Lord, I want you to just bring in great joy as we are coming into this with great rejoicing joy. Thank you. For your gracious holy name I pray. Amen. My title of this message is, Happy is He. And it's kind of funny that we began in our prayer request on the stuff that discouraged us. And I'll be honest with you, it discouraged me. And yeah, there's no escaping it. There's so many discouragements out in the world. When we get out there and we try to work, we try to go to those who work in the schools, we try to do what we can to the best of our ability. And yet, things come up, and it's discouraging. The reason why I came to this is because yesterday I had the most wonderful time of my life in a while. And it was just simply celebrating my nephew, Jackson's fourth birthday. And believe it or not, I'm pretty tired standing up here. My feet are barking like dogs right now. Because I've been standing up slaving on making a great cake for Jackson. And granted, he's four years old, and he grows up, he probably forget this cake, except we do have pictures of it, and we'll show it to him later on. And the way he is, and all of you are familiar with that he does suffer with autism, and he's not yet in therapy yet to be able to find out how he can cope with it. But he was in a great mood. And I'm telling you, I wish you all were there. We didn't really invite everybody. It was just the immediate family to be able to come. But still was so much joy. Even though I worked all morning to help get it all set up, we had it in my house. We had the decoration, put it up. Jeremy was no help. So I had everything done. I had the pool to get, had a pool set up. The boys were able to come over to play, and, and they're probably asleep now, but... They were able to go and play and be with Jackson. And we had a lot of fun. When he came and he started to see the decoration, the excitement came out of you. And I know you guys are getting the feeling, even though I'm not a parent, I know I'm an uncle, and I'm now getting it on why it is that parents want to do this for their kids. But you see it, the enjoyment that he has. Oh, happy should we be. Happy should we be. Because we're going through all this trouble and study, all that stuff. That every effort and every sweat that you get to make your children's life better for them, it means nothing to when you see the joy on their face. Oh, don't you think God is the same way? He, he knows we go through troubles and trials. He knows and understands it. And He's doing what He can. Well, not just what He can. He's doing what He knows what will work for us for our good, to bring it to the point where we get some joy out of it. That means He gives us a freedom to be able to have joy in this world. To 
enjoy the thing that's given to us, to enjoy having a home, to enjoy having a place to live and a place to bring up and be proud of. He gives us these things so we can enjoy life while we're here. And yet we could use this same joy to spread it to others for them to also receive. And I think we as Christians, myself is included in this, that we forget this. Our joy is contagious. And we ought to open up ourselves and let that joy spread. Oh, we should be happy as He. And I will share that passage where I got that phrase. But we should be happy in this life. And I know we have reason to be happy. But don't you get it? The devil wants to give us reason why we shouldn't be happy. That's the major issue. And our brain, I've told kids this in the past, our brains are broken. We can't tell what is bad and what's wrong. We can't figure out what's the right way to do it, what's the wrong way of doing it. Because our brain is just broken. We just can't get it. We forget all the time. And we have to be constantly reminded. Oh, happy should we be. And as I was we celebrating Jackson's birthday. You all had to be there. We did kind of end it with having this cake and ice cream close to the end before the boys want to go out for a little bit of swim, but they did end up leaving close to it. We tried to get Jackson to blow the candle out. This is the first year that he even made an effort to blow the candle. And at the time he do it, and you all have probably seen uh, younger kids than Jackson, that done this would try to blow it and they would do the black the raspberry the <laughs> trying to blow it out. Uh, but if we tried so we uh, Ashley did try to help him to get it blown out and they blew it out and then Jackson wanted to play with the candle and he brought it back and put it on a half eaten cake to be able to try again. So we gave him another effort. And I'm recording him at this time and as I recorded it, he's still doing the same raspberry thing, trying to blow it out. For some reason, he stepped back like three foot away from it, still trying to blow it. But he finally got to the point where he finally got closer and he blew it out. Honestly, I believe that was his first time he ever blown out at least a birthday candle. That was a progress for him. I'm an uncle. I know I'm not uh, his father, but as an uncle, and I love this kid. And to see him grow, I've known him since he was a newborn. And to see him grow where he's out here, he's slower than uh, other kids of his age, but that's nothing. I get to witness it. Does that not bring joy to your heart? That you get to witness the progression of a child up to the age and seeing how he struggled with his autism and he's getting to where he can actually progress and he's getting better than he was yesterday. And he's better at it now. Oh, happy should we be. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It's just not a, a, a church time for you to be coming and rejoicing. You ought to be rejoicing in the Lord always. You've got a blessing that's all around you. You ought to be rejoicing Him. Because God has blessed us. You ought to take those blinders off and let the blessing fill your heart. And give you the great joy so you can give God all praise, honor, and glory for it. So rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. And let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. And you know what that word moderation means? Self-control. And get this, it's not just yourself that's able to control yourself. 
It's God is giving you the strength to even contain yourself and be able to live and give joy to God. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made unknown unto God. The word thanksgiving is in there. Oh, we really take God for granted. He has blessed us and we're so blinded to it because of all the bad news that we keep hearing. But don't we know that the blessing is still all around us? We are still able to rejoice with our children, still able to rejoice with our family. We are able to see that God had blessed us. And yet those bad news do tend to get in the way. Yeah. And that's what the beauty of Jackson's birthday did to me. It showed me that, oh, there's reason to be rejoicing. And for him to show that to me, he's, it's just a better blessing for my heart. That I am so blessed to have a family that I have. And I'm talking about all my family. Even though I butt head with some of them, I'm happy to still have them as my family. So I want to rejoice. I want to always be happy. There's a reason for us to be happy. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. And the last verse is the verse that I use that is the reason why God has given us everything for us to rejoice in Him. Finally, brethren, whatsoever are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Even if this world was crumbling all around us, you're going to find some virtue. You're going to find some praise that's in the midst of the crumbling world that's around us. So we think on these things. We don't become all uh, doom and gloomy about anything. We rejoice for the Lord is bringing us through it. While the world crumbles around us, the Lord is bringing us up and lifting us up higher so that we can be shining out we can be an example of Christ to the rest of the world so other people will come out from their ashes and that they too will rejoice in the Lord and say rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice we have many reasons to be happy many reasons and let us rejoice in it and I say children are God's best blessing for us and really, <laughs> I had a feel, uh, philosophical understanding when it comes to the idea of abortion. But now I have an even more connected emotional understanding when it comes to it. How could you deprive a child from the enjoyment of world that all around them for God to raise them up into this life? And you deprive a child from it. There's many reasons to rejoice. And those who want to hurt a child's innocence, let them be judged for what they do. And believe me, I have an even more anger 
against those people than I have in the past. I'm telling you, this is something what a child in your life would do to you. Even though I've been in the youth ministry for a long, long time. I've been in the basketball camp with these kids. I've been doing, I've been ministering to them. And I would tell you, ministering in a basketball camp in Des Moines, Iowa, you would have thought that these kids were not that um, depraved, if you will, that they would actually be of good behavior because they're out in the Midwest and like there's not many influence to get them into their bad attitude. No, that wasn't the case. This was inner city kids. It was the worst week I have ever had to deal with in my ministry. And yet, at the very end of that week, it ended up being the best camp that we have all pulled out in the history of the mission trips that we've been going. And I'll tell you why. As we were struggling to get through with these kids, and they were running around and doing whatever they pleased, and when we finally found a moment to be able to get them down, they ended up asking some real hard questions. And sometimes it was hard where we couldn't even hear them at one time, but it was just hard questions. I don't know what came over me at that moment. And I'm not bragging on myself. This is God getting the credit for this. I had just been filled with the spirit of just wanting to speak up and stand up with the child that wanted to ask on how do we know God is real? And my land, I don't remember much of what I said then, but it was a little bit preachy. And in that moment, as I was trying to lead them and try to tell them and explain to them, there's so many evidence that's all around us that the Bible itself is sufficient enough for us to believe that God is real. And I ain't even explained to them at that point how every book of the Bible was all pointing to what was to come and when Jesus Christ was going to die on the cross for us. And now getting into that, and then we started asking if they want to make a decision and they start making it now, there was plenty of people, plenty of kids that wanted to come forward and wanted to put and commit their life to them, to the, to the Lord. That's what I mean when the worst week we have ever went through, God has brought the, the best blessing out of it. And other camps that we've been through has never even compared. And that was one of the things I've learned that week, and it's been a long time since that happened, and sometimes we forget of those things when it happens. Until my little nephew comes around and shows me the joy of the Lord. He never intended to show me that. He's just being himself. Oh, how the joy of the Lord is in our children. Oh, we need to be reminded that our children, it's God's gift to us. Believe it or not, our children is going to grow up and be adults. And I know some kids have told me, I can't wait to be an adult. In fact, I can't wait to turn back time and be a child. I'm the other way around. But the innocent that these children have, they need to be protected at all costs. Because they are a prime example of who we are to God. How we started off in our lives wanted to love and worship and serve God. And then this trip ended up being quite a long trip. Things starting to get a little rocky on the way. And we ended up falling away. And we ended up misusing God at some time. We ended up uh, not obeying at other times. Children were the same way. And God had to bring them all up to discipline 
and bring them back on the right path to serve Him. We were innocent at the beginning. And when we matured, we started to see, oh, how the, the struggle of the world, the struggle of adulthood, really get to you. The children, they should be protected at all costs. They should. And give us joy to give them that protection. Happy, you see. That last verse I want to give to you is Psalm 147. Five. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Happy is he who trusts in the Lord God. Happy is he. I wanted to remind you guys, don't forget the blessing that's around you. Don't forget. I'm not saying we shouldn't be praying. He did keep saying that we should be praying with supplication and with thanksgiving to Him. But don't forget, there's blessing all around you. Every one of us have families. And if those who don't have family, which I know that's no one in here, but for those who don't have family, there is a family of God that they can join. So they can't be without family. It's just simply trusting in God and they can find God will lead them to a family. We all have blessings around us. And we should be happy and rejoice always in Him. And in all things, rejoice in Him. I'm going to end this with a prayer because God deserves so much praise. And we're going to pray for it. Dear Lord Jesus, thank You for the great joy that You have given in our hearts. Thank You for the blessing that's all around us. Thank You for showing us what life is really all about. That we ought to just cast away the troubles and tools and snares that surround us and just let you take it all on yourself and let our burden be light because you have already taken our heavy burden. Oh Lord, I thank you for your great honor that you bestowed on us. That you want to protect us from the evil of this world. You want to protect us and bring us up. And you want to give us a new life. And you have it in a home waiting for us in heaven. Where we can get in there and we get to rejoice. Because every burden that we have received on this earth. is going to be cast off completely. There's not going to be any more thing that's going to worry us and weight us down. We're going to have it cast off that we get to bask in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ that you have brought us forth. You have paid for our sins. And here we are. We're going to be like the little children running in the field, rejoicing with our Lord. Thank you, dear Lord, for giving us this blessing and always bringing us to the remembrance that we are always should be honoring you and rejoicing in what you have given us. For your gracious holy name I pray. Amen. That would be the end of my sermon to you. If you want to end it in a song, I suppose you can. I don't have any song in mind. Do you have one in mind? If we want to have Keith come on up here to end this service, just remember, be happy. That's actually, I think that's a, a motto of a natural product or something. 
be happy. We have no reason to be sad, but happy.